welcome to the uh, Wednesday I Have a Guest and We're Gonna Talk About Stuff podcast. Uh, it's your boys Jake and Eigen from hey. from the bluest of hell sites. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? Pretty good, man. How are you? I almost fell off a ladder today. It was very exciting. Wow. So so that seems uh, that seems perilous, like both <laughs> both for you and like anyone underneath. Oh God, yeah. No, no one was underneath. I was thankfully the uh, like people have more sense than that. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But I do not occasionally. No, I was. Uh, we were. I was. I was helping out with some some roof shenanigans, and uh, this ladder is not very trustworthy. I wouldn't trust it if I was like not a fat dude. Uh-huh. But as a fat dude, I super don't trust it. <laughs> oh man, interesting. Yeah, I guess I guess they get pretty top heavy. So is this like one of the ladders that that goes up multiple stories and you just kind of yeah. lean it against it? Oh man. Yeah, the ones that click in. Uh huh. And they, yeah. like, you've, you, I can just see that joint. Like, I know it's not moving, but my brain's like, that joint moved. And I'm like, mm, this is. Nah. We used to, I used to do, uh, so I, I worked for this company thousands of years ago that I did um, one of the events we, we did that during the year was like a, uh, like a big production thing. So me and the other, the only other person in the company who had video production experience got tasked with doing it. So that involved like me and him and like, he's this little fucking, like he's like this little 50, 60 year old dude. And me, I'm like in my late twenties and I'm fucking huge. And it's me and him on like the worst ladders they could find for us hanging wires off fucking like high ceilings and shit. Oh, no. And we're just like, man, this is real stupid. But, you know, the lawsuit's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not going to do it. You know, uh, I was I was chatting with somebody about work and and, uh, they said, you know, you could you could actually probably go and make a lot of money doing repairs on the um, on the giant wind farms that they have down along the Columbia River Gorge. No way. I mean, it's like climbing up hundreds of feet. And what I imagine is like an enclosed ladder thing. But Mm -hmm. no, Mm -hmm. no way in hell. Like uh, you see the uh, there's there's there are videos on YouTube of guys who go and repair the tops of radio towers like. Oh, yeah. uh, They're lunatics. Yeah. No, they're absolute madmen. I mean, I watch those videos and I I, like start to get this cold sweat and like, Uh nah, nope, nope. Yeah, like you get like vertigo for them. You're just like, yeah. oh. <laughs> no, I used to, I, when I was uh, in my early 20s, I worked in radio and I was the youngest and least out of shape dude there, which is like, that's saying something also. Yeah. But uh, holy fuck it. They were just like, yeah, hey, we got to check a thing on the transmitter. And I'm like, yeah, I'm your production guy. I don't, I don't wire stuff because I'm not one of the engineers. And uh-huh. like, you are today. I'm like, Cool. Oh, Jesus. That's sick. So there's a lot of like, yeah, climb up the fucking tower and just don't look down, run this cable. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So that was wild. Um, yeah, no, fucking. I mean, you know, it's a lot like Alaska is like, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, my job has like OSHA regulations and rules. And Alaska is just like, I ignore a lot of that stuff. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, on one hand, it's like, fuck the regulations. On the other yeah. hand, uh, Man, shit's gotta just, get done sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, make a bid. You know, we'll see mm-hmm. if it's high enough. Maybe I'm gonna be willing to climb that thing. But, but, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I I brought you on the show because I I know for a fact you have interesting stories because you have a strange life. Uh, Eigen, for those of you who are not aware, is uh, probably one of the foremost cryptocurrency miners on this planet. <laughs> yeah rivaling yeah. even china yeah it's uh it's it's i've got my own little people's republic uh sitting a couple of feet away from me it's <laughs> in racks in the wall good lord so what led to what led to the incident 
<laughs> the incident, right. Yeah, so there, there's an entire history of this on Twitter, but basically my, my situation was the following. Um, I was living in this, this uh, I don't want to call it a shitty apartment because it was actually really nice, you know, mm-hmm. it had these hardwood floors and, oh, man. you know, this view of I-5 and, and downtown and like it had a, a little fire escape that probably is going to fall off the building in a couple of years, but really yeah. nice to go out there and smoke. Um, That's tight. And, uh, you know, my landlord was nuts. Um, oh, that's you know, a fun one. He was, he's, uh, I think, Iranian, and uh, he yes. he drank tequila on the job a lot and oh. uh, would just, like, <laughs> come over to the apartment, like, you know, knock oh, a hole no. in the ceiling, take a shot. Um, really good guy. But, yeah. um, you know, he, he was charging me what I think must have been way under market um, for, for this place. And, you know, yeah. rent in Seattle is nightmarish. So, right. um Anyway, the the first year that I lived there, the um, you could always see this like bright burning fire in, inside of the furnace in my living room. Jesus! Um, and uh, so, I, so I got a thing in the mail from um, from the local power company saying, "Hey, we can come and inspect your equipment." And I was like, "You know, I I want that. I need that. I'm worried about myself." And uh, <laughs> they sent a guy out to look at it, and he's like, "Yeah, man, this is burning dirty. You." you you don't want this on. So, so I was going into winter last year without a functioning furnace in the apartment. And, um, Oh man, you know, so that, that sucked. And, and, mm-hmm. and like, I can, mm-hmm. uh, I've done can, that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Like I can deal with the cold pretty well, but, but I don't like to. Um, and you know, once it drops below like 60, your hands start to get a little bit cold. And so your uh-huh. uh, reaction time in video games drops off. And, and I didn't yeah, want to live terrible. like that. Mm-mm, no, that's just fucking like third world. Come on. Get yeah. Out of here. Yeah, no, seriously. So, uh, <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, I've got all this computer equipment sitting around. I, uh, I built a workstation for myself when I was still working on my thesis and, uh, I had like maybe four boxes sitting on, uh, um, on like a, a couple of shelves. And mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, I've got maybe seven or eight GPU slots and I've got mm. like 40 physical cores just, just sitting around and not being used. So um, why don't I start, one, using this capital that I've got lying around while, while the price of Bitcoin is high and two, just like using the, the excess heat to like heat up this place because this is borderline unlivable. So, uh, so that's what I did. Um in December 2017, I bought, I think I had maybe seven GPUs running by the end of it. And, um, and all those processors just like spun up doing, I mean, you know, nothing, nothing too elaborate. I had, um, I had a Monero, um, a Monero hasher going and mm-hmm. then I was doing, um, I think I was using nice, nice hash to, to utilize most of the GPUs and, okay. uh, man, it was great, you know, um, it got super toasty. I ended up having to open a window to actually vent out some of the heat. And, um, you know, I was pulling in like 50 bucks a day at peak, which was, which was super That's comfy. No, yeah. I mean, it's like heating the apartment, paying the rent. I think my electricity bill was maybe two fifty a month by the end of it. Um, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But it's, it's not bad. Right. And, the um, especially no, that's you're fucking, that's 50 totally reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we got cheap power out here. So, yeah. um, so the, the main problem it turned out was that um, this this building was built in 1917 and there was a single 20 amp oh. circuit that was <laughs> that was feeding my entire apartment. So so I had to be pretty deliberate, right? Because like if I was yeah. running everything full tilt, um, 
if I was running everything full tilt, like it was just going to flip the breaker. So mm-hmm. um, I sat down and I actually bought a little device that like, you know, monitor power consumption. And I figured out exactly how much I needed to throttle these cards to like, you know, fully utilize them <clears throat> without right. flipping the breaker and, 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 you know, like avoiding things like, you know, my, my refrigerator causing a, um, a power loss. Sure. And, and it was pretty good by the end of it. Like I made some sacrifices. Um, I didn't use the stove very much cause that apparently like, you know, w- had a pretty high power draw when it was sparking up and, oh, you know, uh, but, but you know, these are reasonable sacrifices, right? Yeah. You're and, fucking uh, busy making 50 bucks a day doing nothing. <laughs> I know. Right. Seriously. So, uh, so anyway, but, but it turns out that wasn't the only problem. Um, so I was at work one day, um, and, and like, I'd like SSH into the, um, the workstation. I was just like monitoring all of my machines and like, you know, I had H top going in a, in a couple of, um, uh, you know, Tmux frames and they all just died at once. So, oh, no. so that was bad. Right. And I was like, okay, yeah. that's obvious power loss. So, um, at that, at that time I lived like a 15 minute walk from work. So I, I you know, just was like, Hey guys, I'm going to clock out for a little bit. And uh, I ran home, and problem was, um, even after I unplugged all the machines and like flipped the breaker again, nothing came back on. So oh. that, was, that was bad, um, you know, because like you, if if things are functioning correctly, you know, turning off all of your power draw and then flipping the breaker should should get things set up correctly. So at that point, I called Ideally. my lab. Ideally, right? <laughs> so uh, I call I call my landlord. He comes over with. Um, with his assistant, like, you know, I offer him some tequila. He starts looking around at stuff and he's like, you know, in the middle of my work day, which, which was fine. They were pretty laid back. Um, like he's got me flipping the breaker switch and he's like wandering around in the apartment upstairs and like trying to figure out what the source of what he imagines is a short is. And, and then we, we realize like, wait a minute, this place, there's, there's a smell. It sounds, it smells like something <laughs> oh, oh. is like, <gasps> Yeah, uh, something something's off here. It, it smelled like um, the smell of trails and popcorn uh, from from when I was like going around <laughs> selling that as a Boy Scout like 20, 30 years ago, <laughs> whatever it was. And uh, yeah. so so like that's coming out of a, a socket somewhere in the kitchen. And uh, like we're all, all three of us are like wandering around the apartment trying to figure out the source of the smell. And then and then the, the handyman is like. Hey, uh, <laughs> there's smoke coming out of the ceiling, guys. <laughs> Jesus so, uh, Christ! Yeah, so it was pretty bad. I mean, like we'd already we'd already knocked open the ceiling by that point, which is which is the third time this had happened in the apartment. Like there are a couple of leaks, and so like every every four or five months, predictably, it was like, hey, hey, you know, like there's water coming out of the ceiling again, and like right. he would come in with a hammer and like smash open the ceiling in the foyer and like, <laughs> you know, turn off the <laughs> water, replace the pipes. I mean, a fucking mess. Um, Regular stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally normal apartment living in a big city. Um, so, uh, anyway, fortunately, there was like a, a, a 10 or 15 year old um, fire extinguisher outside of the door. So, oh, so <laughs> I grab that thing and like bring it in and, and he manages to put out the fire in the kitchen before it gets, uh, gets out of control. But yeah, it was, it was a fucking mess. You know, my, uh, my cat was like sealed away in my room and I think she was fine, but, um, you know, just, just the entire apartment was wa- laid to waste. And, uh, you know, he, he 
called up an electrician and yelled at the the electrician's like secretary or whatever and got him to come out and like he was you know he came over and like they both started drinking tequila right oh no and, like <laughs> and he's like yeah man so uh you know you got this um you got this box and somebody put a shunt out of this thing in like 1970 it looks like speaker wire to me and like I oh asked my re- god <laughs> And so they they ran this this little shunt down to um, the only three prong apartment or the only three prong outlet in the apartment, which because it was the only three prong outlet was the one that I had all my stuff plugged into. And um, yeah, I guess, you know, just just having like 1600 watts being pulled that through that thing on a consistent basis, like it's too much and it sparked it off. And uh, (laughs) it was it was great. Like the guy was like, you know, getting, he was, he was super tired. It was like getting close to 10 o'clock at this point, And he was drinking a little bit and he was like, yeah, man, let's fucking rewire this. Come on. We're just having fun. We can do this. <laughs> and, uh, then, then they left and, uh, my apartment was super chilly cause I had all the windows open and, um, yeah. you know, like January in Seattle, but yeah, by the end of it, um, they, they cleaned up reasonably well and, you know, next day I had all my stuff plugged back in. Everything was reasonably cleaned up, and I was I was back to pulling down fifty bucks a day. <laughs> landlord landlord felt really bad. Um, oh, yeah, he was like, "Here, I I, br- I brought you some whiskey," and it's you know it was shit, that's, but that's well, fine. you know, fucking it's free whiskey. Yeah, right. So uh, all in all, it was it was great, and uh, landlord didn't hilarious. hate me. I've got like, you know, a chunk of a Bitcoin sitting somewhere, uh, depreciating slowly. And, yeah. and, uh, I turned around and I ended up selling all my GPOs for a profit in like maybe nice. early March back when prices were still high. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, felt, felt like a real good, uh, real good experience in like starting my own business and, and watching go badly <laughs> awry, recovering from right. that, you know, struggling watching on a literal fire start. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, no, so one, one winter up here, we, uh, it was like a particularly shitty cold winter. I was living in this uh, condo we rented for a little while. It was like four or five years. But it was like, uh, it was built in the 70s. And as you would expect, not the most heat efficient thing on the planet. Uh-huh. But our our base or our baseboard heaters died on the, the bottom floor. So the top floor was always toasty. Bottom floor was always like, 50 at max 50f you know just hanging out you're oh, just like that's sweet. the worst so like i'm i'm relatively okay with that as like a, a temperature but like you know the other people i lived with uh, my girlfriend at the time and our other roommate were less than thrilled yep so i called i remember i, I got a hold of our landlord and i was like because he was fucking we this is an obviously a crazy landlord as well uh, but he was just like, yeah, fucking just put a put a space heater in there. And I was like, I don't think that's a great idea, but all right, man, whatever. And he's like, I'll buy you one. I was like, that's real nice of you. Thanks, chief. You could just fix my fucking baseboard things. Yeah, whatever. Right. So he he's fucking gives us like two big ass space heaters. And like, I was just like, OK, tight. That's cool. All right. And uh, like this whole they, they spent this whole winter with two like my living room interrupted by two like three foot tall fucking space heaters so we could cook normally <laughs> because i was just like, like like i said i was i am like relatively insulated from such things but other people not so much and so everyone else is like i'm hiding upstairs and i was like well i'm cooking dinner <laughs> fuck you <laughs> yeah man is that is that the most efficient way to do it though because like god no I, I mean the thing about <laughs> the thing about space heaters is like yeah you're pulling electricity for that and uh-huh. like they just they don't actually 
make that much heat. Like, no. you know, like 400 watts, maybe you get an 800 watt one. I, I don't know if that's even something that's just done. But two pillars that you can't touch in the middle of a room that's still kind of cold. Yeah. So, well, well so where, where I'm going with this is like, <laughs> if you had a gas oven, like maybe it just uh-huh. makes more sense to like run that at a low level constantly, mm, you know? Bold. I, bold. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, it's like I... It turns out I'm actually kind of passionate about efficiently heating apartments. Like, you know, it occurred to me, like, the the other thing in this apartment was that there was a a giant metal claw tub and um, it was like wrought iron or something like that. But but it occurred to me, like, I don't pay for the cost of heating water at this place. And I've got this giant tub. Like, why don't I just fill it with hot water every morning and then just, like, kind of let it slowly diffuse out through the apartment over the course of the day? It's free to me. I think ultimately it wouldn't work. It turns out it takes a long time for water to cool off. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know that. I think the oven trick would work. Give it a try sometime. Oh uh, no, I'm thankfully not in that that situation anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. That that uh, that place toward the end of the our, our stay there, the uh, a a leak developed in the pipes next to the shower head. Oh no! Which was right above uh, both of our workstations downstairs. Oh shit! So I like one morning I like went downstairs and I saw the drywall or the ceiling like the the shitty quasi drywall stuff between flooring uh-huh. uh just bowed into a massive bubble that was oh, like starting no. to leak so oh, I like no. I panic moved two entire computers in like a couple minutes because I was like nope nope yep. nope nope this is bad I called the landlord and he's like I'll be there in like you know three days and I was like three days no, no, you don't understand. So I, I sent him a picture, and he's just like, oh, it's happened before. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <That's happened. laughs> you son of a bitch. So he comes, and like he brings a, a plumber, and the plumber is like knocking holes in our bedroom wall and shit, and he's just like fucking, he's just like, oh, yeah, here's the leak. Fixes it in like two minutes, and I'm still like, we still got like a couple gallons of water right above where I usually sit and work at home and stuff, and I'm just like, can we do something about this? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be a few days. So I was like sitting there like waiting. Basically, I was just like, I was like, is this going to, I was like, I moved everything away from it. I moved every, so I'm just like, okay. The guy, he brings the dude to drain and fix it. And as the dude is like walking to it, it just, (laughs) I was just like, yes, this is good. Good. Everything is good. And I think we moved out like two or three months later. It was just like, yeah, I got up. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> See you yeah, later. Yeah. Cause that was like every, every problem with that place was like that, where it was just like, I'll be there in a couple days. Something's on fire. And you're just great. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, like the, the guy at this place, like, you know, he was, he was crazy. Um, and the place was kind of falling apart, but he was actually really diligent about like awesome. doing the repairs once they happened. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, we used to, uh, it used to be like a like a like a fucking normal thing up here, like um, the power grid up here when I was growing up was uh, Al- very Alaska, very uh, <laughs> what does that very, mean? As you very as you would imagine, an Alaska power grid would be. <laughs> so it was constantly going off, especially oh, yeah, where sure. I lived, because I, I lived in this little cabin outside of town, and uh, it was like reasonable to assume that every winter, anytime I had a school holiday, the load would be too much because everyone was home from school and work and shit. Oh so, yeah, rolling blackouts. 
So like Christmas, I didn't have like a Christmas with power, like dedicate like power all day until I think I was like twelve or thirteen. Oh my god, that's uh, that's so much more hardcore than me. So so I grew up in (laughs) in in Grand Forks, which is this like little iceberg on uh, on the prairie (laughs) in North Dakota, and Mm -hmm. um, like we had we had some shit like in uh, nineteen ninety six ninety seven like. You know, there were there were blizzards often enough that um, I don't think we had a full week of school from like early December through mid March. That's um, awesome. Yeah, no, it was great until the until like the accumulated snowpack melted in the course of a, a week and destroyed the town when it uh, yeah. caused the level of the river to double. Um, yep. but I'm familiar uh, with this as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, man, like, yeah, we got nothing on Fairbanks. I'm I'm glad to know that there's a place out there. Is, is it still like that? It's no the the power grid is much less terrible, um, um, but uh, no we actually Fairbanks is known for having like a fucking like in the sixty sixty seven I think you uh-huh. know flood destroy the whole fucking town nice because like eh, it's break up break up a spring sorry uh-huh. so it was like oh it's break up but then it was just like oh the river's getting high then it was just like well the river's in the town now and everyone has to <laughs> stay at the university. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what they did in Grand Forks too. My uh, my parents were professors there, and they they ended up nice. staying in the dorms while they uh, had our d- were doing repairs on the house. Yeah. Yeah. We we only had like, when I was a kid, we only had one. I, I, it was in like the eighties. Um, I think it was like eighties, early nineties. One of the summers this is when I started, we I'd moved into the or my family moved into the, this little, little tiny cabin, and uh, we you know we lived right on the river. So there was uh, definitely like every year was like oh the river's really high and then one one year it was just like oh the river's in the yard, yep. And you're like sick. This is totally <laughs> sweet. Can we still drive out? Yeah, all right. Fuck it. It's fine then. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had uh, that was the year we had to float cars across a stream very slowly. Not float, but you know what I mean. Like had to kind of ford a stream to get out of where we lived. Why did you ford, man? You gotta like cock the car. Okay, can you no. hire an Indian guide? <laughs> if only, if only, friend. <laughs> no, we uh, we it was like some backwoods shit because it was like we had this road that was unnamed. It was just the long road, uh-huh. and uh, there was a a a stream that came off the Chena River where we were uh-huh. uh, that also flooded whenever the Chena flooded. And so sometimes the road, like it would be like a wide enough of like a stable road would be wide enough for like one car to kind of get through very slowly. Uh-huh. And, uh, I remember our neighbors, uh, lost the bottom of their fucking station, like the entire, like they had like a baseboard in their, their station wagon just uh-huh. came out and I saw it go down the river in front Ooh. of us. And I was just like, Oh boy, that looks like we're <laughs> down the stream. And I was like, that was like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, no, that was like, it was, that was a wild fucking time. It was very, very silly. Like, and then, yeah, that was, you know, we were like, we were, uh, we were close enough to like the flood control projects that like we could go fuck around on the four wheelers and three wheelers and stuff. Oh, nice. And, yeah. And you're like, oh, it's fucking, this water's fucking, you know, almost chest high. Go real fast or you'll drown. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we didn't have anything quite that cool. Like, you know, in, uh, in the winter, we'd like, <laughs> the other, the other thing about Grand Forks is that it's, it's the flattest place on earth, right? Um, yeah. So actually, the only place where you could go in this entire city and and like get a good sled was the the dike that they built up around the river. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, man, flood with f- fun with flood control projects. Yeah, we uh, like I think we we had we're Fairbanks is in the middle of a valley, so we have like we can go places for hills. Oh, nice. Um, but the uh, the, by f- 
semester living in dorms on UAF um, was a very icy and cold year. And I think only two of us had a car that worked all the time. Yeah. So there's a lot of like just five dudes like trying not to eat shit down an icy hill to go fucking get breakfast <laughs> and go to class every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, that was wild. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, man. No, the, the hills really, really changed the calculus. I mean, like Minneapolis driving oh, yeah. in the winter, like it's just not that bad, you know, like you get a blizzard, mm-hmm. but they get snow plows out immediately. They, you know, start nice. salting the roads. And so it's like, you know, you got to be a little bit careful and, and like give right. them an hour to do it. But, but it's not bad. But uh, even in Seattle, if it gets even a little bit icy out here, like you're just, you're just done. Oh yeah. That's fucking hell. That's got, that's like, like Anchorage gets like a little, gets the, the wet ice a lot because they're next to the fucking ocean uh-huh. and uh, they get a lot of like, there's definitely like moments we've been down there for like in the spring to pick up someone's snow tires for something, you know, or just fucking around where you see someone like try to take a hill in like a fucking company van with no snow tires. And you're just nope. like, Oh, that's not going to be good. <laughs> and you just like, everyone just gets off the road behind them. Cause they know what's happening. And you're just like, you just watch a fucking, like a van with a company logo, just spin its tires as much as it can just slide backwards down the hill. And you're just like, <laughs> that's going to suck ass in a few minutes, friend. Enjoy. Um, uh, yeah, no. Then we I remember, like we occasionally get the freezing rain thing. Uh-huh. Like okay, like once in a while it'll be like, "Oh, it's fucking 40 below." And then like 2 weeks later it's like, "It's 40 above and it's raining." And you're like, "This sucks dick in the worst possible oh, way." No. And so like then it's like, "I'm cold again." And it's just fucking ice on ice on ice. Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's the worst. I mean, like at least at least in the upper Midwest it's like a consistent cold. So like you never have to get your hopes up until spring. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking, that's a thing. So, uh, so I'm going to cut this part here. So, uh, what did you kind of want to broach into? You want to like hop into your paper stuff or your, your research thing stuff? Yeah, yeah, talk yeah. About that. Totally. I can talk about that. Um, cool, cool. All right. So I'll, I'll, uh, give us a very segue segue. So you, uh, you are also known as one of, one of the varied members of in-group on the, on the, the terrible website. Yeah. And as a result, you have you have done some interesting research. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, I think toward the end it was more like kind of a hobby than, uh, sure. than proper research. But yeah, you know, like I, I collected data, I anal- analyzed the data, got some interesting results. So uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm I'm kicked back in my office now, and um, probably like four feet from me is is one of the world's largest collections of data on uh, prostitution. So nice, feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, That's pretty hype. Yeah. So like, um, how did this even start? Yeah. So, so back in, back when I started my program, like around 2010 ish, like, um, I've been reading, uh, do you know Maggie McNeil? I do. I'm familiar. She's great. Yeah. She's great. Like, uh, so for, for those of the, you who are uninitiated, uh, Maggie McNeil is, uh, um, retired. I don't think she's retired. I don't know if she's retired. She's think, fucking, she's a champ is what she is. Yeah, <laughs> she is. I, uh, no, I, I actually, um, like grabbed drinks with her once after a thing in Seattle. Oh, that's awesome. She's, she's super cool. Um, super, super cool. And, and, and very fun in person. Like, you know, exactly who she is online, except I think less angry. 
right? Like oh, she's good. she's got kind of a like <laughs> she she she's like pretty brusque online, but like in person, yeah. she she's like super sweet and 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 also a little angry, but like yeah, yeah you know, um, regular regular stuff. Yeah, no, it was a really interesting evening. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so, um, I was in a social science, um. PhD program at that point and uh, I was doing some you know like I had to sit down and like think about what I wanted to do for my dissertation and and I, I sort of had two objectives um, the first thing was I wanted to teach myself to do more code work and and also kind of drift into machine learning stuff um, nice. for which you need you know a lot of data um, mm-hmm. and I also wanted to do something interesting which maybe was a mistake I think the real way you like bang out a dissertation is pick some like mind meltingly boring topic that that like you can really stay focused on rather than kind of branching out to do you know whatever seems cool at any given moment but um i didn't know that then so um so what i noticed was like basically for any any kind of like commercial website you can imagine right like an amazon and not quite like an amazon but like you know for like a craigslist or for Mm -hmm. like you know a yelp or whatever there are there are analogs of that, or until recently there were. Um, the, there's some there's some right, laws yeah. over the past that maybe shut stuff down. Um, You're doing a great job at that, and not really at all ever because you know. Yeah, go man. On. I got I got feelings about that. Um, <laughs> oh, we all do. Yeah, we can we can we can we can talk feelings later. It's gonna be real yeah. uh, real outbursty. Um, <laughs> so so man, so um, basically what I did was I, I built this apparatus that. Um, basically chronically scraped every one of these websites. Like most of them I was hitting once a day. Um, some of them I was hitting like repeatedly back page in particular. Um, mm-hmm. you know, his back page was this, I mean, it was basically like Craigslist personals, except there were prices attached. Um, right. And by personals, it was, Hey, uh, these are my services. This is what I look like. Here's how mm-hmm. you can contact me. Um, yeah. And, and, and back page was huge. I mean, like, I think, the combined traffic to back page is about three times every other site, like, you know, aggregated up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was huge. Um, and, and sort of like at the, the lower tier of the market. Right. But that's right. turns out not everybody can pay like, you know, $800 an hour for uh, companionship. So, no. um, anyway, so, so <laughs> just get Coke. <laughs> it's way, way cheaper at that point. Uh, go on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Anyway, I had a couple of different projects going, some of which were like not that interesting because it was like, hey, how can I like carry out this technical analysis that probably doesn't matter, but you're more likely to be able to publish it because, hey, you're using some kind of novel technique. Um, But the main thing that I was interested in was was looking at law enforcement efforts to like suppress prostitution and and the effects of that. So, so I was using what was called a fixed effects panel, basically, um, which is where you, you monitor something in this case, like the number of people working in cities and, and the prices they charge and that sort of thing over time and looking at how the, the like trends in those, um, those variables shift when there's a treatment and the treatment in this case, um, are police raids. So Mm -hmm. police are... I mean, man, they're fucking feds, right? Like, they're fucking feds. Or, you can't or, trust them. That you can't trust them, and you shouldn't. Um, Ever. It's so <laughs> bad. Like you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like super pro cop before, but mm-hmm. um, just 
looking at the way that they like carried out these raids and the like things that they published subsequent to the raids and like the way they misrepresented what they did was mm-hmm. was so infuriating to watch. Um, oh yeah. So like yeah. So so there was this thing that uh, our boy Jim Comey carried out um, and and led every oh man <laughs> yeah right every year uh, called Operation Cross Country and and basically um, FBI like worked in conjunction with a bunch of local police departments <sighs> to every summer go and arrest like it, it varied from a few hundred to a few thousand it's not totally clear because they didn't publish fucking data that that did anything but like make their great narrative about how they're rescuing women uh they're not they're not right. doing that Surprise. no <laughs> spoiler well, they're not out, doing that there turns out they're just using the violent arm of the state to make them not do a thing safely yeah yep it's um, weird yeah crazy crazy um so anyway so so some things about these raids um they occur once a year. They don't announce it in advance. Um, and they arrest <laughs> they arrest a few thousand people. Now, who they arrest, not entirely clear. Um, some cities looked like they were arresting um, a lot of clients. Some cities looked like they were more arresting sex workers. Um, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they claim that they're arresting a lot of pimps. But, you know, they're, <laughs> yeah, they, okay. they're just are not that many pimps and it, it turns out that the m- most people who are arrested as pimps are are just sex workers who you know happen to be in the same room as other sex workers right so like right. if you order a duo um someone's if, getting called a pimp someone's <laughs> getting called a pimp right and the other person is rescued but it turns out being rescued is just being thrown in handcuffs so yeah, um it's the same thing as being called a pimp the Surprise. same thing yeah. <laughs> um Actually, uh, there, there was someone who was looking at Jesus. Alaska data. Um, you know, the, the big thing was, was sex trafficking, right? It seems like that's mm-hmm. died out a little bit, or maybe I'm just paying less attention. But, um, I think you're paying less attention. Anytime someone uh, with the cop mindset gets a little uppity, they're just like, sex trafficking. Yeah. It's, it's the, uh, the satanic panic, but for fucking. Yep. Yeah, I know. Well, can't have, can't have people fucking, right? Like, every day and age, it's nope. like, new way of fucking wrong. Yep. Spoiler. How dare you? fucking it all um so yep. uh there was um i don't remember her name but she was doing she she did a look at um sex trafficking arrests in alaska actually and i, I think her finding was that literally everybody who was charged with sef- sex trafficking in alaska over like a three-year period was charged with sex trafficking themselves yep yep yeah, Difficult, yeah. right uh, yeah that's how it goes uh, there's, uh, what's the trail? What the fuck? What was it? There was, um, Anchorage is, uh, known for having cops who try their, they got really mad when the, the mayor was like, you can't fuck sex workers and then arrest them. Oh, in Alaska too, huh? I thought it was just yeah. Hawaii that that shit Anchor- went on, but sure. Nope, I Anchorage. mean, everywhere, right? APD. It's everywhere, but it's APD got like the, the local government was like, don't do that. Jesus, <laughs> right. which is shocking because they're you know the same team. But yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's it's shitty. Like we, you know, your boys here on the damn woods have a loud and constant. Never talk to cops. Never trust cops. Don't trust anyone who likes cops or anyone who thinks cops should be doing stuff. Stance, and this applies here too. Oh man, it's so it's so fucking bad. Anyway, yeah. so um. I mean, like, long story short with this thing, they, yeah. they carry this raid out once a year, 
it happens mm-hmm. predictably. It happens in the summer. Um, and, and what I found was that like, there was a big damn null, which I mean, no matter how I sliced it, like I just could not see any effect of these raids. So, you know, like the, you know, the massive resources, the FBI are being marshaled to like go mm-hmm. and arrest a couple of thousand people. And it just does nothing. Right. Like, yeah. I, I mean, okay. A couple of thousand people it's are thrown sh- in jail. Uh, their stuff is taken. Cause it turns out, um, that's, man, that's civil asset one. forfeiture. Like, yeah, you're super not likely going to contest that if it means going in like, you know, challenging a, um, a prostitution or a, a soliciting um, arrest. Right. right. So it's right, like, right. Hey, you want to make some cash? Like, you don't steal cl- everyone's shit, steal <laughs> everyone's shit. You know, like clients like will drive somewhere. They'll take a car there. You know what? That car is Grab gone. The car. Yeah. Any money they had on them. Anything. Yeah. Yep. It's uh Fuck. Yeah, it's bad, God, I right? Hate cops. Oh man. No, they uh so um I was talking with somebody who was uh um a sex worker in New York and she was like, Yeah, you know, like we were actually pretty relaxed through through the first part of the evening, but toward the end of the night everybody had to get really careful because what cops in New York do is they wait until the end of the night to make their prostitution bus because that's when everyone's carrying the most cash. Right. God damn. Fucking shit. Fucking cops. Um, Fucking cops, man. Like, literally, literally parasitic behavior. <sighs> like, you know, I mean, we know this. It's We're talking to the listeners here. The listeners know this. Anyone who's new, welcome. Uh, if you didn't know this, you, you do now, fuckos. Um, yeah, fuck. Fuck cops so hard. They're the worst humans. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, so accomplishing nothing, (laughs) you know, like they, they, and they, I don't know. I mean, like part of the problem is that they, they don't release data on this, right? Like crime data are Mm -hmm. shit. Crime data are really bad everywhere. I mean, if you trust crime data from the fucking cops, like what are you going to get, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like when I was getting data for these things, it was like, you know, I had this idea that I could get some sense of the scope of the arrests, but all that they put out were these fucking incredibly self-congratulatory press releases, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, we saved such and such many people from, you know, sexual bondage. And it's like, look, <laughs> first of all, fuck you. Second of all, <laughs> you didn't. Third of all, like, the number of people they arrested who were underage was like a tiny, tiny fraction of the people they arrested, right? Yeah. Like something like 3%. And, I mean, even even holding aside the question of like, what are you doing arresting somebody who's underage like for doing this? You're, you're arresting them. Really? Like that's the best thing you can think of. Like somebody's in yeah. a position where shove them in jail. Oh man. <laughs> um, it's cause they don't actually care. Oh, they man. Fuck them. Um, fuck them. <laughs> ah. So, but, but it's like, like I'm mining these things, these fucking press releases and just trying to get a sense of like, not only where they're carrying these raids out, but like how many people they're arresting and, and there's mm-hmm. just fucking nothing there. I mean, it's like, we're great. We're saving these people. And here's how much money we took in. Great success. Here's how much money we stole. Yep. <clears throat> Here it is. Uh, that, yeah, that's like, that's what's great is like they, they, you, they hide the actual goal inside the release without, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this was, this was the intent. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, fuck it. It's like when fucking like, like you know, the occasional like. Some some guy runs a, has a fucking uh, compound in South Dakota or North Dakota, and then his compound gets vanished. 
And uh, it's yeah, it turns out they just wanted all this shit and shot him to take it. Shit. Bingo. That, I, I didn't realize that oh, was a the, thing. Oh, man. That's a thing that happens. Uh, talk to anyone who like knows sovereign citizens. And like, you know, sov sits are a little crazy, but usually they don't want to hurt anybody. They are crazy and stupid. And I think their ideas are like, they're like, we can, we can beat the government with the magic of paperwork and flags <laughs> with fringes. And I'm just like, calm it down. But they, uh, they usually get in like decent information on like, oh, this guy was here and the local PD didn't like him because he had a bunch of guns and then the feds fucking vanished him. It's a thing. Oh, fucking good, man. All right. Well, yeah. uh, that, I got to tell you, that really puts a damper on my, uh, my fantasy of like retiring to a, a real <laughs> compound. A I'm not compound? I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this not, is horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> not even fucking the compound havers are safe. <laughs> oh man. Fuck. No, seriously. I mean like, you know, my, uh, yeah. you know, my wife grew up in a, um, on a farm and like, mm-hmm. you know, like I think, I think there's definitely an appeal to like, just kind of going not off the grid like you know i i like people online but um yeah yeah you know just kind of like being self-sufficient yeah. away from yeah no i understand that i live in the woods yeah <laughs> right and so now like they're fucking taking that from me too god man yeah. there's nothing they won't touch no no they they absolutely cannot mind their own business in the most huge ways possible uh <laughs> no we have uh, we had a uh one of our, one of our uh local Fucking, we have a market anarchist, uh, libertarian, etc. radio show on AM uh, that is like probably it has like the best ratings of any AM show locally. Wow, yeah, uh, because they just fucking start fights on the air with people and it's great. But one of them, uh, remember when I met him, we, we first were starting hanging out and stuff. He was telling us, he's like, Yeah, blah blah, he's like, Uh, we came up here because my neighbor's fucking house got uh rolled by the feds. Ugh. And I was just like, cool. He's like, so we got away from that kind of stuff. Didn't want my family to get hurt. And I'm just like, yeah, it makes sense, bud. <laughs> Jesus you know, Christ. Yeah, man. Like, it's fucking wild. God, man. Considerations of living in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you <laughs> in, super in a society. can't trust feds. It fucking societies. They're the worst. I don't like them. Uh, full of feds, it turns out. It's gross. Yeah, yeah. Planet <laughs> of cops. Planet of fucking cops. Man, Freddie DeBoer, right? Write about one thing ever and then disappeared. This is yeah. what happens. Yeah, Fucking man. Damn it, Fred. <laughs> I yeah, that guy. It, like he's he's such a fascinating figure. Like I mean, I mean, <laughs> okay, so not fascinating. Like no, yeah, so he's he's a fucking mess. Um, he's a mess. <laughs> but like, yeah, it. I I don't know what to make of him. I mean, like he's sort of incapable of fitting into like any group and i think i admire that right like he's super wrong about a lot of stuff but totally but like he seems like a kindred spirit in the sense of like um he just is totally unwilling to do anything but say what he thinks about things whether it's well this is what i really believe about communism or all of your like super crazy intersectionality stuff is is crazy and it's not going to make you friends or mm-hmm. I really believe in my, you know, particular manic or whatever state that this person is a rapist who who really wasn't a rapist, probably. I don't know. I right. mean, like, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, like, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of gonna miss him 
like I think a lot of people are, is even as even as like man, oh, yeah. he was super wrong about communism. Oh, he's fucking wrong about a ton of stuff. I mean, like I, you know, you know, he's he's afraid to bow. Like I said, he's right about one thing. And, uh, <laughs> like, as far as I'm concerned, and that's, like, that's the Planet of Cops thing. And, like, you know, he's not, like, that's not, like, like our, the, 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 the right wing is not immune to that shit. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of people think they are. And I'm like, no, there's plenty of fucking sallies on the right wing who are just fucking waiting to act like little feds all the fucking time. You can fucking see it happening right now. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, uh, that's, that's, that's interesting. Because, like, I know that it's happening, but also I live in Seattle, right? And so, like, right. man, I see, I see, like the the posters up all over town with like oh, Bezos' Jesus, head yeah. on spikes, and like, oh, Christ. you know, like, and 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 so, like, you know, I've lost friends over having the wrong set of ideas and just like not wanting to talk about it. I mean, like mm-hmm. my my ex like basically accused me of being a Nazi at one point, which that's amazing. Yeah, it. It's amazing and it's dark. Um, it's it's you know I mean people are fucking crazy. They're gonna be you know what I mean like I mean yeah. not to, you know like if, if someone is like that in if that dedicated to like the like that so far up their own asshole basically it's just like all right bud if you were accusing like relatively normal people of being in the old National Socialist Workers Party here yeah. fucking dial it back <laughs> no totally I mean what what bumps me out about it is like. Just just the extent to which it seems like it it hit people who used to be like relatively normal and used to have like other hobbies and interests and like things that they wanted out of life. And now it's just like this the super cordycepted like, man, I'm going to climb up to the top of this leaf and like start raining down my ideas. And that's all I've got now. This is my life. Mm-hmm. So, Fuck yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. moral of the story is, uh, yeah, like I don't. I think I don't see this stuff coming out of the super far right wing just because like I'm not surrounded by it, right? Right, right. No, totally. No, I, 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 I get that. Like, so I was, I we first encountered this kind of shit like uh, before I like was like fuck stuff forever. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was involved locally with like our politics stuff, and uh, we were like the the secret market anarchists in the libertarian movement. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to drag everyone further, further down the chart, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it worked a lot. And it was great, and we 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 converted a few fucking people. We pulled we pulled them down. It was great. Yeah. But for the most part, it was just like you'd see Republicans act like like GOP and like libertarian people who were like I'm quote unquote libertarian who like don't know what that word means and just say words. Um, they would start snitching on each other and doing dumb shit. And you're just like, man, this fucking cop behavior is everywhere. What, what, what do then, you even like, snitch on though? Like, like you're I, like, it's like, you know, in these, in these cases, it was always like, well, he doesn't really think that. Or like, he's one of those guys who's like, who, who thinks taxation is theft. And you're just like, oh, it is shithead. Oh, I'll Jesus. kill you. <laughs> you know, and like shit like that. And like they would like, they, they, you know, they would try to real hard to like poison any, any amount of wells available. They were like, can I poison this? <laughs> shit man yeah that's um, yeah it's fucking but yeah no i mean sorry it's just one of those things where you're just like it, it 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 it's anyone like cop mindset doesn't stop at the left it doesn't stop at the right it's it's fucking it's yeah, yeah it's all over the place big cop energy big cop energy that's the worst kind it turns <laughs> out <laughs> yeah so how that how'd that go like uh i mean like it seems like fairbanks is what like twenty thousand. 
pull that uh, number out of my ass. No, yeah, that's fine. Uh, it was close. <laughs> uh, Fairbanks proper last time I saw was like thirty five or forty. Okay. Uh, and the surrounding FNSB, the the borough, uh-huh. is like five five towns. I'm using air quotes. Yeah. Um, uh, because they are just like loose gatherings of people, and there's also maybe a liquor store there. Nice. Or at least two bars. Um, that's a township in Alaska. <laughs> but uh, I got all the necessities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, it's like 75 with that, the FNSB taken into consideration. Uh, but, you know, locally it was always like, we realized quick that it was like everyone here who was either, like the DNC was always a no-go because they were fucking crazy. Yeah. And uh, the GOP was like, you could get the younger dudes and that's it. And like the women, it, like, you know, this is in our experience, in my experience personally, the broads who were politically involved on the right wing side were just fucking crazy. Yeah. So it was just like, cool, I'm out. We're not going to bother here. The only big fight we had was with the, um, the Gary North types, um, the Christian reconstructionists. Oh, wow. Uh, and th- there's like three of them in town and, uh, they one of them came to the the little book club we had for a long time and then one day he was like talking about how we should use the state to make people do what he wanted and then we shit on him for an hour (laughs) (laughs) and he didn't come to book club anymore and uh i like we made it very clear that that kind of shit is not accepted uh, around around these parts um and then we had we, we had a uh we had a fucking ANCAP on the city council secretly. Wow. Oh, man, that's yeah. super good. Cause like, it's because she's a super nice, like, she's like a, a super nice lady who loves horses. She's real, real charming, smiles uh-huh. all the time. Totally wants the state to be on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, she's man. fantastic. She was great. Oh, that's so um, much better. I mean, like, we've got fucking Shama Sawant on our city council who... Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know her? Like, I'm familiar. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, you know, I, the one thing I feel bad about with respect to not finishing my program, even though it was super the right thing to do, is like... She has a fucking PhD and I don't. And, and you know, that just, it stings a little bit like, man. Yeah. I, man, here's the deal. Like I, like I've previously stated, I am the, uh, I am not like the, uh, the, the man of schooling in the, in the group of people we associate with online and even, even my life. I'm just like, I'm the friend who was like, yeah, I went and just got certs and started doing stuff. Yeah. Um, so like I, whenever someone's like oh, I have a PhD, I'm always just like sweet. I'm gonna ignore everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right? Like uh, the people who have like Doctor So and So or or such and such oh, PhD God. in their Twitter titles, like you fucking you fucking just, like, assholes. Man. Like get over yourself, like, right? Like they're yeah. the kind of people who like insist that like you know if their professors like yeah if you're a student and you're talking to me you will address me as doctor or professor it's like really jesus fucking crazy shit oh you work for a college shut up (laughs) right (laughs) yeah i i have about zero respect for college professors as like a, a class of human um i remember one time uh my i was dating a girl and we'd broken up and she called me on my birthday and was like, hey, I'm house-sitting. And I was like, that's fucking tight. And she's like, come hang out. And I was like, well, I know what this means. And uh, 
so we we hooked up and like i was like oh this is a weird fucking house she's like oh it's professor so-and-so's and it was a professor who fucking hated me nice. and i was like i <laughs> fucked all over your house how about it was great in his bed <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice work uh, it was fantastic and good times no i'm like i like you know uh, like you know we we've oz and i uh have moderately different approaches to to life and things and he's he's the degree haver and i'm the uh fuck it i'm gonna sell stuff and do things guyer and that works out both for both of us but it's like it's one of those things where you just kind of like you 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 look at like i look at like stuff like the amount of shit people have to go through for degrees now with like the the like you know right or left wing retards on campus just not going to not going to class you know just being ideology tards and i'm just like god that must suck dick <laughs> oh yeah man and i i kind of wonder about it like i um i taught undergrads on and off through through like early 2017 and um Old. yeah yeah so well so the thing was this was um mostly up at Utah Bothell um, mm-hmm. so it was like, um, most of them were like, you know, second generation immigrants or like kind of, kind of like more lower middle class, middle class, rather than like the, the like overproduced elites who maybe tend to go to flagship campuses. And, sure. um, most of them were not so bad like that and and and, you know some of it might have been just the fact that they were you know taking an econ class rather than um you know like going to you know oppression studies or whatever because there there sure were a lot of posters up around campus about like (laughs) hey join the society (laughs) of of you know the the people who have grievances and um yeah but i'm familiar with that society (laughs) yeah um but but you know like there, there were some people in cl- who, like, came to class, like, believing things, and it was always my, like, goal to make sure that people who left class, like, not only didn't believe things, but, like, doubted their ability to ever believe anything ever again. Like That's hype. Yeah, no, it's good, and it's, like, it's what you should be doing, right? Like, that's yeah. I, I think that's the main lesson of economics. It's, like, you can know a couple of things that are, like, close to you for a while, maybe. Good luck, buddy. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, man, the poor fucking undergraduates. Like poor grad students to a imagine. lesser extent, but it's like, man, the I think you know, like that five percent of students who are in like humanities going and just like shitting in the punch bowl for everybody else, and like everybody, you know, paying God knows how many years of their income to like get this shitty degree that they, you know, oh, they, yeah. they could have learned this stuff anywhere, you know. It's a it's a bummer, and I I never really felt good teaching those classes. No, that's fair. That's fucking, that's one of those things, man. That's like, uh, like Oz and I are, are both pretty like, I mean, you know, we, we have varied opinions on what the, the, the state should do and how on fire it should be, but we're both pretty in line with the, maybe if the state didn't inflate the price of college arbitrarily, oh totally, it wouldn't cost this much and it wouldn't, we wouldn't have people who were like, wow, my student loan debt is choking me and I'm 47. Yeah, you know it's it's gonna be really uh, really interesting watching this play out over the next like twenty years because oh yeah, um, 
I was chatting with one of my friends who's a demographer and she's like, yeah, you know, I was working at a for-profit college before, uh, before I came in and worked where I was at at that point. And, um, she's like, yeah. So a major issue is that the, the college age population is about to fall off a cliff and, uh, (laughs) man, that's going to be really bad for these schools because they've been expanding Mm -hmm. like and building new campuses for so many years. It's like, the fuck were you people thinking like this is not sustainable there are not going to be that many Mm -mm. more kids like available for you know taking out these enormous loans that are going to pay for this shit like aside from that how many wars can america start to fund this (laughs) (laughs) oh man right yeah so like i just um think it's it's going to be pretty grim for people who stay on campus so hey look if if you are an academic and you're listening to this get out get out now as quickly as you can while the job market's hot, go and get a data science position, go and like become a fucking iron worker. It's good, honest work. And the people who do it seem to like it a lot. Like just, just escape, like stop wasting your life. There it is. That's, that's the, uh, that's the most advice we've had on the podcast in a while. Um, fucking a. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, yeah, no, I can't imagine like I've worked terrible jobs but i've never had to work jobs where like my ideology was a problem you know what i mean i do i yeah i cannot imagine (laughs) oh man i i i fucking know exactly what you're talking about i have and Mm -hmm. uh i can't talk about it but sure sure no worries man if only you knew how bad things really are (laughs) (laughs) yeah we uh i mean like it's to the point where like i was i so i worked for a native corp up here and native corps are famously like how much money can we get from the government we're a corporation you're just like all right chief have fun (laughs) um but my boss was a uh, former military guy so you know basically the same mental state of native corps of how much money can we get from the government um but I, was, I remember in the middle of one of these the events we were throwing, um, we were doing audio and video for, uh, I was, like, talking to him, and he's just like, so... And, like, I had done real, real obnoxious amounts of work on the office. Like, I was, like, handing out, like, Murray, like Rothbard essays to people. <laughs> nice. I was, like, I was the evangelical about that shit. I was just like, hey, let me tell you about the state and how evil it is and how... If, <laughs> If these people really wanted freedom, they'd fucking be away from it. But no, they desire a power structure. And you're just, you're just fucking wild. It was a great time. Uh, but I converted a bunch of our department that way. I was just like, here we go. We're going to make you not Republicans. Watch. Wow. <laughs> it was fun. But uh, like the boss was talking to us about like something in the news. And I was like, if the state would get out of the way, this problem would vanish. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, the state exacerbates everything it touches. And he's like, well, how do you mean that? I was like, you were in war in a Middle Eastern country, right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, that. Uh. <laughs> and he's just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, but, but domestic. Just just think it over yeah. a little bit, buddy. That, that but like next to me. <laughs> but it was always fun. It was interesting. But yeah, it's like I, I could do that and not have it be a problem. Um, That's a- I can imagine that being fucking terrifying in like anywhere with a city. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. So, I mean, like, I worked at one company for a while, and people were just super mm-hmm. chill, right? And, like, everybody yeah. just kept their head down and did their work. Um, right. And, like, they, they were – I mean, they were fine. I I did one thing that um, 
I didn't love. I wrote an economic impact analysis for them that resulted sure. in them getting a giant tax break, which uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you know, which honestly, like, it was fine. It, it wasn't dishonest, and you know, like, I didn't really like being involved with lobbying, but eh, sure. I mean, like. It was for the placement of a facility and like, you know, they were going to be able to place cities off of each other and like, really, do they really need to be paying taxes? Because you know how I feel Hmm. about that. Um, Oh, yeah. But uh, then another place that I worked, it was like, it sort of became clear to me over my time there that like, really, we had the stated mission, but our actual mission was to like, provide support to people who were lobbying on behalf of the company. And like, it was, it was really gross. I mean, like the, the guy who was like the main government liaison came in and he talked about like all the work that we were doing and how it was playing out and like, you know, how it was making such a good impression on such and such groups in Congress. So we could call them up whenever we needed a favor. And it was like, oh Jesus. And, 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 you know, people really believed in it too. Right. Like, like, like there were, um, there were a number of people on the team who were like real true believers in this stuff. And, and what I imagine was a majority of us who just kind of like kept our head down and like tried to do, like tried to do our jobs. But, um, yeah, couldn't, couldn't recommend that. True believers, man. Yeah. (laughs) That is a, that is a rough fucking, that's a rough breed of human. Yeah. <laughs> As things go, you're just like, oh, you are, you just, did you drink all the available Kool-Aid? <laughs> and they did, right? I mean, like, one yeah. guy, one guy was like, a, um, you know, like a, a, an MPA and, and like, just really enthusiastic about, like, you know, implementing these policies with, and, and like, you know, like, he was, he was pretty sharp and, and also, like, he just really liked being involved in the legislative process and like drafting bills that, oh, you know, and I was just like, God. man, how do you, how could you enjoy this? I mean, like to the extent that any of it needs to be done, it's like, oh, uh, I don't know. And just like interacting with politicians all day, all fucking oh, no. day, you know? Yeah, I couldn't do it. Ah. Uh. Man, I can't yet. Yeah, no, my taste for politicians is basically at zero. I can't imagine being someone who's like, you know what I like? Existing in hell. I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's uh, uh, really rough, like the, man. Really like the barbed wire wrapped around my genitals. Really, really yeah, doing huge, it for me. Huge fan. What if, what if we always, or what if we also lit them on fire? No, friend. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like this. Uh. <laughs> Oh Christ! I can't. Yeah, no. Jesus. Are we? I can. Yeah. That's. Oh. <laughs> uh, so thanks for coming on the show, Igan. Uh, everyone, I hope you enjoyed uh, mild, dis- mild political discussion and cop shitting time. Um, if you want to listen to more, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/TheDamnWoods. Five American dollars gets you access to. Four episodes a month where we talk about politics and the news and things like that, and it's terrible. And we make you know, it's mm, the news, it's bad, it exists still. No one high five about it. Um, or check us out next Monday for another, I think, media podcast. I don't know, I haven't figured that out yet. Um, we haven't programmed that far ahead. <laughs> anyway, thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. I love you. Goodbye.